clap. We hope you guys are ready for Tuesday because it's going down. We don't need that from you. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I, and I am your host, B-Love, and I always have my very, I almost forgot to say very, special host with me, India Marie. India Marie and B-Love, and we are back for another Tuesday. Thank you guys for letting us in your homes, in your cars, at your job. Thank you guys. And this is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday since Monday. You better believe it. Oh, ready. Are you ready to roll? I think so. So first of all, let me thank everybody who bought tickets to for the live show on Jan- Jan- January. I say that every time. On June 8, 2019, it will be a fantastic event. We plan on making this show the best that we can. India. What? Why do you always do that, Barry? Because I don't understand. Why? Like every I'm time, I'm listening to you talk. Nah. I'm not gonna speak until you get done talking. So I don't know why you looking at nah. me, waiting on me to talk. Nah. You talking? I'm waiting for you to wait. finish your thought. I can't wait until I get the camera in here to show everybody the things you. Do. I really believe you couldn't live a day without your cell phone. You don't know what I was doing on my phone, Beard. It doesn't even matter. You I know, know. What you don't know. You came in the pod studio, Bib Productions, and said you were ready to record. And I said, cool, let's hit the button. That's what I and said. And then all of a sudden. Barry, we're not finna do this. You pick we're up your phone. We're not finna do this. I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. And you messing up my vibe right now. I'm always in the vibe. You messing up my vibe with your mess. When it comes to the podcast, I want to give the people our full attention but anyway okay, back well, to what i was saying then. back to what i was saying thank you guys for being such phenomenal listeners and supporters of india and i as we embark upon this podcast live show journey you all out there purchased each and every one of the tickets and this i'm putting all that money back into the show you already know you get the free beverages when you get in time, when you get into the um, podcast area, <laughs> live show. The budget is cleared. Now <laughs> we get to do other things and provide you with other amenities such as gift baskets. India's mad because I'm telling you all, but that's okay. Just just stop it. Let something be a surprise. You talk too much. That's your problem. I get excited. Okay. Everybody, it's going to be an amazing show. We're going to have lots of special treats for you all. And you will see once you get to the show, but it is going to be worth it. So be ready because the budget is cleared. Just want to tell everybody that. Enough. India, it was Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers. You are appreciated. From the bottom of my heart, I want to thank India 
my mom, my grandmother, and all the rest of you phenomenal women who raise kids day in and day out and do it with a smile. You are the pillar of the household. Appreciate that. Anytime, Indy. How was your Mother's Day? How was your week? It was, well, my weekend was tiring. You see how I switched it up? I said, how was your week? Hey, that's my new week. thing. Last yeah, that was the question. It was fine. It was tiring. I was exhausted. Um, but Mother's Day was fine. I didn't do anything. And that's what I like to do. You took a nap. I did. On Mother's Day. I did. While I watched the old I would have been able to take a longer blazes. nap had you put Blake to sleep. First of all, Blake wouldn't go to sleep. You didn't try to put Blake to sleep. That's the problem because mm. you couldn't leave the TV for two seconds to go and put him to sleep. The game was so amazing. Sunday was a great day. I watched the Portland Trail Blazers beat up on them old Denver Nuggets. Oh, CJ McCullum is a grown ass man. He kicked it. Oh, he beat the Denver Nuggets up. How about the restaurant that we went to? You want to talk about that? We went to Chattable. It's an Indian restaurant, a newer restaurant in Nashville. And the food was amazing. It's a cool little day spot, too. A very and nice date spot. I am going to go back. I may go back with with some girls, you know, and have me some cocktails. The reason why India wants to go back with her girls is because I don't eat seafood so they had a particularly large fish with the whole face and the whole <laughs> tail i'm not eating anything that's smiling back at me <laughs> so therefore india needs to go with somebody who can enjoy the delicacies of a smiling face i would, go back, the, I would go back and get this chicken dish that i had it, it was good just it was just all of it was good in general like i don't even have to get the fish i just i right don't want to go back so I suggest the fellas to make you a reservation if you are in Nashville. Make you a reservation to Chattable. Don't try to go on a weekend without a reservation because yeah. it's not gonna work. Get you a good reservation. You no, know, plan you a little date night. Go to the candle bar. Then after that, take your and girl you to Chattable. You don't even care for Indian food, but I you don't sure like did Indian tear food. this up. Ate it for two you, days I, I think you like it. I, I think ate it you for like two it. days straight. I really did. So Mother's Day was great. And it was great. Like I said, thank you all for purchasing the tickets. And shout out to all the moms. I saw a commercial. This doesn't have this doesn't have anything to do with anything. But I wanted to bring it up because I saw a commercial on television about Wendy's 50 cent frosties, right? <sighs> First of all, they're not paying. This is not a sponsorship or an endorsement deal. But Wendy's had a commercial. About their Frosties being 50 cent. Okay. And because 50 cent is so cheap, the woman jumped into a wishing well to try to go find 50 cents or two quarters. <laughs> I had a thought come to my head. What happens to all the money that goes in the bottom of a wishing well? That was my... Did you read my notes? No. My exact thought was, where does the money go that goes into the wishing well? So I guess I neither, have no neither idea. one of us are smart enough to know that. I have no idea. I thought about it. And I'm like, does it go to infrastructure? Like on the roadway? Does it go to... Why? It's a wishing well. Why would it go to infrastructure? Shit, I don't know. Does it go to the Red Cross? I mean, shit, I don't know. Where does it go? Does I it go think... to FEMA? Oh, oh, FEMA. Getting that money. <laughs> it might go to somebody Hennessy. Um, um, 
bank or some shit. I don't know. Might go to buy some black and miles. I'm Who really, knows? Because now, now I'm like, hmm, wishing well. Like, it has to go somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. But it might go back to the Tennessee lottery. There's 67 million. You can't get up to 67 million without a little wishing well money. But I want to know why India looks it up with her mouth open. It says the money that does remain, if it's a substantial amount, tends to be used for fountain upkeep or charitable donations. I knew it. I said the Red Cross and infrastructure. I knew it. Give me a round of applause. Wrong button, obviously. I feel like that's a random topic. Yeah, that's why I didn't hit the button yet. But guess what I'm about to do now? During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. Yes, sir. We are back and ready for chill. Let's talk on the podcast. So. One thing I want to bring up, and I couldn't wait to get on the podcast, Mm -hmm. is India talked to me last week about something that was coming out last week. And I was going to wait. I I wanted to bring it up all week. Because if I'm a fan of somebody, say a fan with a D, if I'm a fan of someone, I am going to show them support. I'm going to watch the game and support Damian Lillard. I'm going to go out and buy Nipsey Hustle CD. I'm going to go out and buy a ticket to Jay-Z's. I'm going to go out and buy a ticket to see T.I. India. You talked about this all that that day. But now I have to ask a question. What? Did you go out and buy Sierra CD? I did go out and buy CRCD. Oh, my God. You are like it. I see your phone, please. No, you can't see, see my phone. All right, so this is how white lies start <laughs> in ruining relationships. <laughs> this is what I mean by white lies ruining So, are you lying to me? Yes or no? Just yes, I am lying. All I right, haven't cool. bought it yet, but I, I, I am streaming it, so. No, no, no. You told me you were going to go out and buy it because Sierra was the best thing. The best thing well, Sierra did. Well, it was just did. easier for me to just pull it up on my um, Apple Music account because I was listening to it on the way to work. That's not what you told me, though. You guaranteed me that I'll, on I'll Friday you, you were going to buy Sierra's I'll album. I'll send you a picture of it when I buy it. And I told you verbatim, I said, this is why Sierra can't get ahead in the music game because her fans love looking at her on the Shade Room. They love looking at her at the old Met Gala. They love the old them Afro Puff looking like Lady of Rage if Lady of Rage was sexy. <laughs> If Lady of Rage was fine, she would be Sierra. They loved all of that. But when it came to buying a CD. Her CD is actually pretty good. Name five songs. It's better than, I, I can't name you five songs off nobody's CD that I like. Yeah, well, you're not a fan. You're not a fan. Name two songs. Um, <laughs> Level Up. And um, Oh my God. Me. I just pull up the track list because, like I said, I've been listening to it. Idiot. I don't got to know the names to the songs, man. I just played the, the album in my car. Don't get upset, but the last time I checked... I don't know the names to a lot of songs, man, that I listened to. a real fan. I'm just going to put it out there, but you still my wife, and I love you, and you told me a lie live <laughs> on air, and I wanted everybody to hear the lies that you tell me man. about Sierra. Sorry. Shut up. Sorry, it's cool. We're still, yeah, no, we're still married. I'm done with this. All right, then another thing 
You told me. No, no, no. I got I've this. I've said this before. The podcast is for you to call no, me out not. of things and I ain't for it. No, nah, this is not. No, nah, this what, is not. What? What? This is, you told me the other day you went to a, um, a store to buy CBD oil, right? Yes. For your neck. Yes. Does it work? I don't think it's been working. How much does CBD a, oil cost? They gave me a sample. Oh, okay. It was pretty. Like they, oh, they gave you the free They stuff. charge you by like the grams and... um. It ranged from like like fifty to hundred and twenty dollars. So what exactly does CBD oil do? And well, I this was like a rub. This was like a rub that was it's supposed to help like all these pains that I be having in my neck and my shoulder. Okay. So um, do they sell it like by the um? Is they sell it like by the liter? I don't know what what does lotion come in by the ounce? I don't know. It's like a little. I guess about an ounce. Yeah, so can I buy it in like a lotion bottle is what I'm asking. It's not going to be in a lotion bottle. It's going to be in like a little... Grease can. Yeah. Like a grease can, all right? Yeah. So what if we run out of lotion <laughs> and it's just me, myself, and I at the house and I'm looking for a little extracurricular activities and I pull up tastyblacks.com and then I get a little bit of that CBD oil and I begin to <laughs> masturbate. Will that bring the aches and pains out of my penis? Will it make my penis high? Like, what will it do? <laughs> That's a serious question. What? That's <laughs> the kind of things I think about. What? When you told me you had CBD oil, I thought to myself, hmm. It's like, so that's the anybody- oil. It's like, like, it's like a... It's like a lotion. What I have is like an ocean, like a lotion. All right. Well, when you say you purchased or got a sample, I'm sorry, of CBD lotion, I thought to myself, hmm. What? What? Why would you have aches man, and pains in your penis? You don't have well. Well, some people got aches and pains, and my penis is aching pain free. But if you do have an ache and a pain in your penis, or if you just don't have. <laughs> Or if you just don't have any lubrication, but you see that nice, shiny grease can of CBD oil, can you masturbate? Can you jack off with CBD oil? I mean, I would imagine not, Barry. I don't know why you would do that. There's so many other things that you could resort to before you use that. What if that's like, what if you want to experiment? Like I said earlier. I would have to cuss you clean out because if I was to go back and buy it, it costs so much money that for you to just be wasting it on jacking off. How is that a waste? It's a relief. It's a relief. What are we doing here? Like why why exactly is this the conversation? I'm confused. Because I just thought about the CBD oil and you bought it. Somebody might think the same thing that listens to the podcast. Ain't nobody thinking that. Ain't nobody thinking that. Like hmm, not only has somebody thought they done it. If I've met if I masturbated with CBD lotion. Nobody thinks that. But if you, I look it you up, got a dark twisted mind, Beard. I have a dark twisted mind. Why do I have a dark twisted mind? Because I want to know if somebody can masturbate with um, CBD lotion. Okay, well, you, I'm looking it up I right now. Rest, I got the rest of the sample in there. Nah, I'm cool. You I got try you, it, and then you let the people know how how what it does. For I you. want somebody to let me know what it does for them. No, we're not like that. But you know what I mean. I, I'm just. <laughs> I don't uh, understand what's uh, going on. <laughs> Sixty. I found an article just that fast. I, so here we go. I've tried to masturbate with cannabis lotion. That's what the top article says. I'll read it later on. I, you know what? I'll read it out loud 
during the during the um we, we might do a short she and I short take this week and I might do it out loud over there. But to move on without further ado, let's get into the main topic while we are here this evening. Now, the bad thing about doing the podcast once a week is you may miss things that other people talk about throughout the week. But for us, we have to go back and then uncover those topics like this one. I know everybody's talked about it. You guys are probably talked out about it. You've heard everybody's opinion. But damn it, we are going to give you ours. Let's get into it. All right. Aisha and old Steph. Do you want to open it up, India? Um, I mean, I guess. Um, I <laughs> honestly I guess you weren't ready. Social media was overwhelming last week. Because of that, it's it just, was it was just too much. Everybody had a motherfucking opinion. People had everybody had an opinion, and there were a lot of ignorant and negative opinions. And it's just kind of like, what more do you want from people? Like, people are like, express yourself, say how you feel, tell people about your insecurities. Maybe people can relate to them. And then, as soon as people do that, they are attacked. And then they completely twisted her words. And that was annoying, too. So she basically, to me, it basically seemed like she just made a statement saying, you know, because she was asked about how she felt about, like, you know, the groupies, basically. Mm -hmm. And she was just, you know, she said that she didn't like it. There's always, you know, women, you know, just waiting around, just waiting to, you know, get her man. Mm -hmm. And that happens. He is famous. He has a lot of money. There are gold diggers. There are women who specifically want to play that role. Right. And so all she said was, you know, I haven't had any like male attention in like 10 years. Mm -hmm. And everybody just took what she said as I want someone to talk to me every day of my life. I want every man that sees me to approach me and want to talk <laughs> to me. And that's not what she meant. I don't care what anybody says. That's not what she meant. And I don't feel like there was any like issue with what she said because I understood what she was saying. This is kind of like you have this superstar husband. You see right. all of these women eyeing him down. And <laughs> y'all. <laughs> because I said I am him down and there was a tweet <laughs> that surfaced last week about him and this girl she said something along the lines of basically I don't know where Aisha gets that anybody wants her man because I thought we were all in a collective agreement that he looked like a Trisket. <laughs> that was funny to you. Listen. And so after that, all I could see Steph Curry <laughs> was as a Trisket. <laughs> and that girl is a hater. Whoever said that, <laughs> if that Trisket walked up to her right now well, and the said... Girl, the girl he also said okay. that she was gay. Oh, okay. And so well, she I was like, listen. she was like, but I feel like I'm speaking for everybody when I say that he looks like a Trisket. <laughs> but anyway, 
She don't have a dog in the fight. That's not what she likes anyway. Listen, if Whoopi Goldberg came in my household right now, you don't think I won't try to holler at her? I'm going to say, Andy, we got to get this bag. Oh, Whoopi. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. Whoopi no, Goldberg. Well, anyways. I'm just so saying. <laughs> It was, she was just like, you know, I, like I noticed that he gets all of this attention and, you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't get any of that attention, you know. And she was like, you know, sometimes I wonder if is there anything wrong with me? And I feel like that's a valid thing to think sometimes, you know. Right. Yes, your husband, how he feels about you should be enough. But everyone would be lying to themselves if there you go. they felt like if there they didn't go. feel the same way. If they were married okay or even single and no one tried to talk to you or even acknowledge you okay or you you know received any type of compliment you would think like hmm what <laughs> happened something wrong with me like yeah like what happened it's just Am like ugly? you know when i got married you know like i sipped some ugly juice yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. so she, she wasn't saying like oh i really want all these i want all of this attention from these other guys and that's how all these men tried to you know twist it and make it seem because and it's i men. felt like it was unfair because you know there were a lot of married men attacking her right. and i feel like married men oh, seek attention from other go. women it's kind of like what do y'all do in bars you know, it, like marry me. I always secretly buy other people drinks, and it's not a secret. Always, exactly. But I'm saying that that's like their form of validation. You can't sit up here. There's not a man here that would be like, no one has had, tried to talk to me in ten years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, Nobody's tried to talk to me like, in ten years. You a lie. All right. You a lie. So can I can I jump in now before I get in trouble? Like I'm like I'm saying, like you know that somebody has tried to talk to you, and yeah, you've been taken, but it probably struck your ego a little bit that somebody still tried to talk to you. Probably made you feel like you still had it, even though you've been in a relationship for Listen, a decade. I just want to say right now, I'm just a humble servant of the Lord. Barrett, come on now. The presence no, of the Lord is here. No, be real. I'm real. But to get back on task And uh, men like that kind of attention as well So continue To get back on task Couldn't even get my words out Now I do feel like that Aisha Maybe Should have Should have worded it a little bit different Because like you said guys We only see things from a certain things from a certain point of view we don't see things from its totality but i have had the time to step back and kind of process what everybody else was saying from some of my home girls even from you but i told you i don't want to talk about it with you until we got on the mic but um yeah i've kind of i had to step back so one of the main reasons why i think that men don't try to talk to or don't try to acknowledge or say hey Aisha girl you look fine with them cakes you baking cakes and you got cakes that's, re- that's disrespectful but keep you going can, listen you got a cookbook with meals but you look like a snack so Ooh. also when you know when she said I'm sorry but I, I gotta say it before I lose my thought so I've gotten compliments from guys who didn't try to talk to me in their way like I've gotten like I've been walking through the store and they were like oh you look 
you look really nice. And I say, thank you. And it makes me smile because it's a very nice compliment. And I keep walking. And the guy, you know, didn't try to talk to me. He was just like, oh, you look, you look really nice. And I said, thank you. And keep walking. You know what I'm saying? Like simple compliments like that. It's like, oh, that was nice. And it makes you feel good. No matter like what you say, everybody loves a compliment, no matter who it's from. If it's a respectful and genuine compliment, everybody loves those. Well, guys, I don't want you complimenting my wife. I'm going to buy her a shirt that says, my husband compliments me enough. Thanks. I'm going to get her that t-shirt. Well, now I'm just playing. Y'all know I'm not that type of guy. Please, by all means, show love. But to your point, everybody desires to be desired. That's why we have Facebook. That's why we have Instagram. Look, these like features wouldn't be on these social media platforms if they didn't bring some kind of reality to the way having likes make make you feel. So those things are true. But what I was about to say about guys not telling Aisha Curry that those cakes look like they need to get baked is because we respect Steph too much. We all, guys, we all respect Steph Curry's game. I know, be love, I can't pull up from 40 feet and make a jumper in the NBA. I know, be love, I can barely do a left-hand layup. I have to be really going fast and thinking really hard to a left-hand layup. Steph, on the other hand, he has handles. He can shoot it from 40 feet. The greatest shooter of all time in NBA history. There's no denying that. So what do I look like? Be love going to tell Aisha Curry, hey, you look absolutely amazing today. She gonna look at me like, so? Nigga, you can't pull up from 40? And I'm gonna say, you're right, and I'm gonna keep walking. So now, you know what? My pride is hurt. I'm suffering from trying to tell Aisha she looks good. I don't want that to be on me because I know I can't compete with this man. The man probably making somewhere upwards of about $70 million a year. Some people barely scratching 70000 Some people may not be $30,000, Some people out here can't even make this man making it $70 million? What do I look like a man making it $70,000 telling Aisha Curry she's fine? I'm just I'm putting it all in perspective. So then I understand where Aisha is coming from. Because like I said, everybody desires to be desired. You can get a compliment like you just put it. And then that doesn't mean I'm trying to holler at you. That just means I think you look good. But also, I don't want to give a compliment to Martha Stewart either. You know what I mean? Because she's selling these. Aisha, Martha Stewart don't look good. I'm not saying Aisha don't look good, but what I'm saying is you got Martha Stewart. Aisha Curry's put herself in the Martha Stewart category. Oh, Rachel Ray. I ain't never told Rachel Ray she looked good. And now, she might. Rachel Ray might be fine as hell. I, I will say this. She, so, She's in a different category. So say, for instance, you have a wife who still dresses like a little bit revealing. So... <laughs> That's I'm my next to, point. I'm trying to think of like uh, a wife who's like she Dre is not married. Yes, she is. But she's in a okay. So Dre, she's in a serious relationship. Okay. Okay. So look at how she dresses. Mm. Um, or even Evelyn. Mm. And I say Evelyn because Evelyn is older. Okay, I understand. 
And um Look how Rihanna dressed. That one doesn't do it. <laughs> I didn't need to say that. That was on my heart. But you know, she has a banging body. Um her clothes are super tight, super revealing, you know, titty sitting up to a chin. Mm. And, you know, she probably has implants. No, she does have implants. Sorry. She does have implants. Uh, but she works out a lot and she has a really nice body. So if she's in a relationship or she's still married, of course, she's probably still going to get approached by guys more often because of how she dresses. And I hate to say that, but that is the reality of it. Right. With Aisha, I feel like she's a little more certain holy. guys are turned off when the whole wholesome mother image is attached to you yeah so you know she covers up completely like we don't we don't honestly we don't know what Aisha Curry's real shape looks like because <laughs> Aisha then they got on a hijab she's fully covered which there's nothing wrong with that right and what I picked up a little bit from her interview was that she could have some insecurities because she did mention, you know, her having her kids. And, you know, once you have kids, your body changes significantly. Not for everybody, but for the majority, your body is not the same. Right. And it's like you spent all these years trying to get to know yourself and love your body. And then you have kids and you have to learn that all over again. Mm -hmm. So... That's probably something that she's struggling with, too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they seem like they have the type of relationship where he already knows all of these things about his wife. So that's why I feel like there wasn't really a need for her to be attacked because I'm pretty sure she didn't say that out of left field. Right. Like, I'm pretty sure Steph already knows all of those things and all of those feelings. And that's what comes with the healthy relationship. They probably talk all the time. They, they may have even gone to counseling about it. Who knows? But I don't think she would have just went on there and said something that her husband did not really know. Mm -hmm. And from the outside looking in to us, they do have a great, healthy, flourishing relationship. They keep having babies. She's at every game. She's supporting him. She has her thing going thanks to his thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a give and a take. So I do feel like Steph knew all of these things. And I saw a lot of guys saying that Steph needs to step up and compliment his woman more. No, she's just saying that she would like other people to also compliment her when she goes out. There's not a doubt in my mind that he doesn't tell her that he loves her every day and he and thinks she's beautiful every day. I don't even think day. she necessarily wants it. I think it was more of an observation. There you go. Like, I've I've noticed in, like, the past 10 years, no one has tried to talk to me. But they ain't slowing down for Steph. <laughs> but I tell you what, Aisha. Give me a couple of those um, frying pans. I, I send you a tweet every morning to tell you how beautiful you are. For I heard free. she has some very good cookware. That's what I heard, too. Like I said, so... You know, it's not only that, you know, she's one of the few <laughs> wives that's not making money from flat tummy tea. There's a lot of basketball wives and women who date people in, you know, in sports and they have all these followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And it's partly because of their husband and partly because they're selling flat tummy tea. She's not doing that. She has real businesses, which I think is admirable. You know what of I'm course. saying? It's just she is 
in her own lane. Right. And I think she has she just has to realize that and there's there's nothing wrong with that. Well, I'm gonna say this. I'm not gonna let you flat tummy T shame. Flat tummy T. If you desire to come sponsor this podcast, then let my wife um, <laughs> I'm not drinking no <laughs> let my wife <laughs> endorse your product, flat tummy tea. We will be more than happy to let you in our household to drink a little flat tummy. Shit, I will drink the flat tummy tea if you need me to drink the flat tummy tea. No. Don't be scared to reach out. Whatever. Like I said, she you know, I've always been a fan of Aisha. You you have. And but you like she, but let me say this. You like homely mothers. Like, that's your thing. I feel like that's your bag. After a while, like, when you became homely a mom. Homely mothers? Yeah, let me get into my bag. When you became a mom, you started to really look at and like and almost admire these women who are homely mothers doing great things in the business space, Ooh, which is favorite. beautiful. Sierra is one, but she's definitely not a homely mom. You saw the way she was twerking on that old red carpet on that Met Gala. I said, hey, all right, Russell. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing, Russell Wilson. I I my fa- yeah, Sierra. Aisha Curry, which we're talking about now. Tia uh, and Tamara. Mallory, oh my, I love them say, both. That, that says enough. That's a mouthful. <laughs> that's, well, Chrissy, not so much. But the other ones, that says a mouthful. Well, you know what? You remind me more of Chrissy Teigen than all of the all of the rest of those women. You are more of a Chrissy Teigen type. I got a mom. potty mouth. You do have a yeah, <laughs> a shit mouth. That's what you got. Not even a potty. So I, you do remind me more of Chrissy Teigen than the rest of those ladies you named. So, but I'm not saying homely as a bad thing. I'm saying that homely is usually a bad thing. It's not. It's not a bad thing. She's more of a Lululemon, and Evelyn is more of a fashion over. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> Which one you want? You want Lulu? I don't or like you want the Nova? Nova. I'm just saying, like, there's two different type of women. And both of both of them are great in their own right. But me personally, when I go on Instagram or if I see you out, I'm probably gonna look at J- Joey Chavez. Where is my head? I'm probably gonna look at Evelyn Lozada before I would look at um Aisha Curry. That's because also, she has like an like. So you know, some women are just automatically sexy. Yeah. Like some some women just have like a sexy presence about them. You do, girl. Hold <laughs> it. I don't think so. Um, girl, you look so fine. You find it in frog hair. <laughs> sexy. I can't. Okay. Sexy lady. So, like I said, I just I don't think that Aisha just has that sex appeal sexy factor about her but that's what she chose for herself and now i don't think it, right. there's anything wrong with it in that interview excuse me what i'm about to say in that interview when i watched the red table conversation the red table talk i looked at aisha and i looked at steph curry's mom and the first thing that popped in my head was damn steph curry mama fine well, and that's another thing that probably tugs at her head too, because everybody's always saying that his mom looks way better than her, and you you know she has to know 
that people say that. I mean, his so, mom you know, looks like better that, than a lot of women. That's <laughs> not her. That has to suck too. You know what I'm saying? So she, she's she's getting disses from all angles. People are calling her fat. After nah, she she's just not had, fat. No, people are calling her fat. Okay. After she, I'm you know, just had that. all of these kids. Right. Um, and now people are calling her insecure. Right. And people are always saying that his mom looks way better than her. So it's just kind of like. I feel like all of those things are perfect recipes for, for insecurities and she has hey, the right I see what you did there perfect recipes talking about Aisha Curry shut up double entendre don't even ask you how I like it but just to put a bow on everything I do not think Aisha Curry is fat I think she looks gorgeous I think she's a great looking lady um, If I see her in the street I'm going to say Hey, aren't you Aisha Curry? You look great um, But I do feel like that men Just simply respect Steph Curry too much To even compliment Aisha Now some trolls will go out there And just try to make sly slick comments now But hey, it's just it's the price um, you pay for being on the internet. You know, it is what it is. So, mm, yeah. Now, the last topic that we will discuss in chill, let's talk on the podcast. It's something that I want to briefly talk about. How do you feel about breakup and divorce parties? Mm, I think they're cool. I mean, what? I think they're okay. I don't really see the point. Why not? So... If in the past when I've had like terrible breakups, right? Like I've gotten with my friends and gone out to dinner or for drinks, you know, and I feel like that's kind of a breakup party just on a okay a lower scale, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I feel like a breakup party is just a way for your friends to get together with you to make you feel better about the tough situation that you're going through. Breakups, uh, most breakups aren't easy. Okay, I agree with that then. I do agree with your friends calling you out. Hey, you remember this? Hey, Playboy. Hey, Playboy. Good up, on, man. man. I know you're up in going there. out tonight. You gotta get over that. Yo, come on, get up, man. You don't know where that came from? Tonight, man. Shake it off. I you don't have to call. Baby. It's okay. It's not I'm going to be all right. She, oh, she got an egg Jeep. Listen. Man, Usher had that Jeep rocking. So I do agree with the breakup or divorce party from that standpoint. But you ladies, you go all out. You get penis cakes. With the with, with, with a knife, you stab a penis cake and all that. I'm not for all that, but I am definitely for getting a gang of your homies together and y'all go out and celebrate a new chapter in your life. I'm okay with that. It depends on how bad the breakup was. Oh my god! So if the, you the, if you cheat on me okay. and like some real like hurtful shit go down. I'm, uh, yeah, I might get a penis so cake. So you mean to tell me the better know. the breakup, the more outlandish the party has to be? Sounds like to me that's what you're no, saying. No, not necessarily. Some sometimes it's just you know like you celebrating a much needed closed chapter. Okay. All right. Well, for a breakup party, I think for guys 
an acceptable breakup, quote unquote, party would be going out to a bar, going to a strip club, having a pool party. But you don't need all the pomp and circumstance of having a cake, having a signature drink called well, the Heartbreak well, Hotel. Women are, you don't women need are all different of that. in that aspect anyway. Okay, explain. Like, why, why would a group of guys have a cake? They may like to eat cake. I mean, it's, I don't know what, no, what we have. I think, so, I don't so know cake what y'all is, is exclusive I don't, I, I, for women? I, I, it's not exclusive for women. However, I don't know so of confused. any divorce parties that men have had. No, but I have a divorce. You usually just go out with your group of friends to a bar or like mm. you said, the strip club or whatever. If I have a divorce party, we're going to the Dominican Republic. We are going to Ibiza. We are going to somewhere we can have a good time overseas. That's what we're doing. Going old Mexico. I mean, that sounds extravagant. You might as well just have a, like, like you, you're saying that you're against parties and now you're saying you about to take a whole trip to celebrate your divorce. That sounds just as bad as me having a party in my house with a cake. I'm against extravagant cake antics and all of that. I don't think those okay, things are right. No, I'm, I'm against that. What are you talking about? But not against well, going what, out. What having, are you taking a whole trip for to celebrate it for? It's the same thing. My heart is so broken because you probably cheated on me. Okay, that I my need heart to is get broken away. too, and cake makes me feel good. So I'm gonna have me a cake and I'm gonna smash it and cut it up however I want to have it. <laughs> but you don't have to have a penis cake. I can if I want to. You can if you want to. You so have you penis are. cakes at your bachelorette party. But see, you having a penis cake in celebration of having a penis. Now you are having a penis cake to chop the head off of it. You know how that makes me feel right now you just saying know. that? You wouldn't know. You Divorce parties aren't supposed to be on social media for other people to see. That's supposed Ooh. to be intimate with your friends. Now I feel you like. know you are going to put that footage from the divorce party all on Instagram. I would not. All on Facebook with I hopes. would not. That your ex or one of his homeboys will see it. I would not. To piss him off. Me personally, I would okay. not. Well, like I said, I'm going to, um, to take a trip. I'm going to take a vacation. I'm going to get out of here mm, and go sell like the I seven said, seas. That sounds just as extravagant as me having a party with a penis cake. Well, that ha there you have it. Now let me move on to my favorite segment of the show. Now unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love's Relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. All right. Now, this week is really for all of the ladies. And I'm going to tell the ladies right now, not only are you not going to like this tip, India is about to get mad at me for this tip. Oh, Lord. This relationship is brought to you by the great flavor of Cranberry Red Bull. Ladies, this came from a TV show that I saw recently. Ladies, as we, as fellas, we need the same energy we give you when we embark on infidelity. As guys, when we embark on infidelity. Yes, yeah, we embark on infidelity. <laughs> okay. This is not about marriage. Let me say that. Let me give a disclaimer. This is about being in a relationship with somebody, boyfriend and girlfriend, dating somebody. All right. As guys, 
I said this on a lot of episodes, but we cheat for ego, not for emo. We can have a girlfriend and meet a girl who doesn't really care about what we have going on at all and are cool. And there's a possibility that since my girl and I, since we've been together for a long time, that this new girl, she probably thinks that I have pretty good sex. So, fellas, because we are not the most strong species, we take the bait. And this leads to us cheating and having sex with this other girl on a regular basis. Not because of feelings, simply because we can. Now, the side chick, now she's a side chick. See what I did there? Now, the side chick. So the main girl has turned into a side chick? No, the main girl is still in place. Oh, okay. I'm cheating on my woman right now. Okay. Now I have a side chick. Okay. And she has made it very clear that she doesn't care about my girl and my relationship. But she doesn't want to mess it up with us either. So she's down to keep things quiet. You get what I'm saying? A few weeks pass by and y'all still messing around. You and the side chick having all type of sex, sneaking around from house to house, trying not to get caught. But like I said, a few weeks pass. But you, me, the man, I feel some distance coming. Come to find out, the side chick has now acquired a boyfriend. As a guy, you're thinking to yourself, cool, this won't stop a damn thing. I just have to be more careful about how I make my moves. But you know what happens now? The side chick will flip the script. All of a sudden, she gets a conscious and becomes the faithful chick. Now she's telling you, the guy, I understand what we did, but I just can't do my man like this. I'm not trying to mess up our happy home. Ain't that some shit? But you didn't have a problem with messing up my happy home and jeopardizing my relationship, putting my putting my life on the line. You messed up your own happy home. She was telling me the famous Mary J. Blige line. I can love you better than she can. See what I did there? Hmm. But now all of a sudden you got a boyfriend. You are nowhere to be found. So the moral of the story here is ladies... Keep that same energy when you cheat with a man who has a girlfriend and when a man cheats with you and you have your boyfriend, you have that same open door policy. Women can do whatever the hell they want to do. If they want to cut you off and decide to be faithful to their main boyfriend, then they can do that just because you were stupid and you wanted to mess up your happy home. They ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. It has a lot to do with a lot because if we have an understanding that I have a girl. That ain't no understanding. 
That ain't I have a girl, it. but I enjoy the things that we're doing right now. And then you get a boyfriend. Now, all of a sudden, you don't want to do those things that we previously enjoyed. I'm going to feel some type of way because I gave you everything that you wanted. Now, you can't reciprocate that with Child, me. Miss me with this shit. How long do you think it's supposed to last with us just having sex? How long is we this need to, to discuss this. This we is a joint decision. Nothing. We don't got to discuss nothing because you're not my man. We're just having sex. I can cut you off whenever I want to cut you off. What if you we're saying? Having, no, but if we're having sex and you know I'm out here putting my relationship on the line, you Why need to also keep that I same give a energy. ass about you, you putting your relationship on the line? This is your relationship. This ain't my relationship. You, it's yours. You putting your relationship on the line. It's not mine. I can do whatever I want to do. I can cut you off whenever I want to cut you off. So whenever I decide to lock this pussy down and save it for one person, that's what I'm deciding to do because, again, you are not my man. Just how I'm your bust down, you're my bust down. Bust and down, I can Indiana. cut you off whenever I want to do. Bust that. down. No, you can't. Because yes, I the can. thing is, if we are in this together as a team, you don't want to get looked at as a home record. I don't want to wreck my home. But then when it's time for you to get a boyfriend, you don't give me the decency of discussing it with me after I'm jeopardizing my love. I don't owe love, you nothing. I don't, I don't I'm jeopardizing my relationship. I don't owe you anything. If we're having sex on man. a regular basis, you are not and I my have man. a girlfriend on you are already. not my man. If and you're I telling me that pussy you, is mine like Miguel, then done, you don't I matter already, what you got. It's yours until I say it's not no more. Listen, if you telling me it's mine, then we need to have a strong talk about you moving on to somebody else. I just else. told you that I don't feel comfortable doing this no more. I want to be faithful to my man. That is to talk. We not having sex no more. What don't you understand? But you need to discuss this with me prior to that happening. I don't have to, to discuss nothing with you because you not my man. No respect. Double standards. You sound crazy. Double standards. You a whole joke. Now. You a whole for... goofy. You silly as hell. <laughs> Now for India's favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> I think that was it. Let her upgrade you. What would India do? I just don't understand. I don't understand either. Hold WWID. What would India do? All right. Kick it. So today. Okay, so my best friend and I had sex for the first time last night. We've been best friends for 17 years. Bust down, Freniana. <laughs> Never kissed. Hell mm. hands. I can probably count on one hand the hugs we've had. Basically, we've always been like brother and sister. Ooh. We used to have sleepovers every weekend when we were kids. Now that we're young adults, it's more like once a month, and it's always been supernatural for us. I mean, it still is, but I'll get into that. I have no idea what came over us last night. We went out for drinks and he crashed at my place like we always do. But this time, we started to touch each other and ended up having super loving sex. Ooh. I mean, I would take a gunshot for this guy and he would do the same for me. I have never felt so loved like I felt by the way he touched me. It was a very wholesome situation. <laughs> anyway, wholesome. now... I'm sitting here kind of stressed about where this will lead. And the more I think about possibly losing him, the more I feel like a complete idiot. I don't 
actually believe I lose him because we're so close, but I'm nervous for what comes next, what to say, what to do, and in what order. Important info about us. We're very chill with each other. We're not jealous people. We have a lifetime of inside jokes and way of acting with each other. We act like we're still kids and our families are like one. So my questions are, what do you think I should do? Should I say something at all? Have you gone through something similar? And if so, what are you, what are you doing now? Uh, I have not gone through anything similar. Um, I do kind of feel like y'all are going to have to talk about it at one point because it's probably going to be awkward until you do talk about it. And I almost feel like for y'all to just, you know, have sex because you're drunk. I don't know. It's possible that there could have been some feelings there all along. And I don't feel like this is the last time that y'all will have sex. Mm-mm. Not if, not <laughs> if you said it was passionate and sweet and good. And, I'm and, pretty and it's sure. It's almost kind of like y'all been waiting y'all whole life yep. to make love. And now it's happened. It, I mean, granted, it was because you were drunk. But, you know, um, what's the saying go? A drunk mind has sober thoughts. Exactly. Oh, that Hennessy. I know all about that. Let me tell you, I get on that hen. <laughs> And the fun begins. They call me hen dog diggity because they know when I get on that thing, it's going to be a long night. What now? What she didn't say is whether or not she had feelings for him outside Uh of this sexual escapade. She does, you know. And I feel like if the feelings are there, I feel like it's worth exploring. exploring. I mean, you already know everything about each other. You already best friends, and I actually know a couple who started off as best friends, and they're now married. So, oh, Marcus and Jamari. It's not impossible. Um, and if it doesn't work out, I would just make sure that there's an understanding between you two that you will always remain friends. Yeah. Because I feel like it's so first that you haven't really had a chance to dig into your feelings right. yet. You know, like you had sex one time, but you're you're still not saying that you're like in love with him or even want to pursue a relationship with him i just think it's worth exploring considering this didn't feel like you know a quickie like this you know your sexual connection was a lot more than what it would have been if it were just a quickie or you know some random guy that you had met and it was just you know like a one-off thing sound like my man was on that blue chew (laughs) he gave you everything you can handle so I do think you should see what's up. Cause the worst thing that can happen is you guys can maybe have a little fight, a little argument. But I feel like that your friendship is so strong based off of how long that you've been friends that you should be you should be good. You have a solid foundation to explore the possibilities of being with one another without messing up the rapport that you guys have already established. So I say go for it. And I was going to say, even if, you know, you don't talk about it right now, I still don't think this is the last time that y'all would have sex because Mm -mm. it was so good. Mm -mm. (laughs) Next weekend, and matter of fact, Memorial Day, y'all will both drink a pint of that hen (laughs) and it's going to happen again. So just protect yourself. I feel like it was just something that they had been wanting to do. Was just right. 
had Ain't to wait around. Said it. Yeah, I've never been in a situation like that. Um, my best friend and I, I have a like I say every well, I don't say it every week, but you guys know by now that I have a female best friend and Nope, never looked at her like that. She's like a real sister to me, not like a Daenerys Targaryen auntie type of sister. She's a real sister to me, and um, no, nah, I don't look at her like this. So for you to even step over that line, y'all end up being together. Y'all get married. <laughs> I'm calling it. What's today's date? Uh, the 13th, the 13th. May 13th. I'm saying that you and this guy are going to get married. So congratulations and invite <laughs> India and I to the wedding. <laughs> India, is that all? Do you have anything That's else? That's it. That's it. So the recap, B-Love's relationship, ladies, provide men that same energy as you embark on infidelity. India, WWID. I would explore where the relationship could go. Who knows? You might even bust it down and be a hoe. Now, thank you guys for tuning in like we always do at this time. We always have to let gratitude be our attitude and let you guys know how much you mean to us. India, tell the people where they can find you. India.Marie on Instagram. Shopindieboutique on Instagram. Shopindieboutique.com. And make sure you sign up for Shop Indie Boutique, the subscription email list, because you will receive 10% off of your first purchase. And you can find me, BLove1911, on all social platforms. We are working on something special now that we have the second live show in the can. Not in the can, but in the queue. We are working on quite a few so be ready they're coming to a city near you <laughs> it's been real it's been fun it's been she 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 i i i i i i